chip on the floor, man. Some neighbors are saying way too loud. Welcome back, everybody, to a brand new episode of Loose Lug Notes, the NASCAR podcast by the average fan. For the average fan, I'm Evan Roberts. Joined alongside, as always, Thomas Dick. And Thomas, we're heading to the paperclip this weekend for an Xfinity race on Friday night before we get underway with the Cup Series on Saturday night. We'll get into both of those races. But first, as we always do, breaking down some news around NASCAR. And the first one I wanted to bring up, Thomas, was, and I thought this was very weird, uh, but Bristol, the the track CEO, says that he wants to put a roof overhead. And you know, there's another track that's like that. It's in Tulsa where they do the Chili Bowl. But my biggest question is, why the F are we doing this or even thinking about it? Well, he's probably remembers it rained a couple of weeks ago and he wants to have a mud race or a dirt race um, once a year. I don't like the first thing I envision. I was late last night. I was watching an episode of in the heat of the night and uh, some teacher who was erroneously um, he was erroneously accused of the kid touching um, and then he got off, but the school still didn't give him his job back. So wait, how did he get off? I think you need to change your verbiage. <laughs> Phrasing, <laughs> bang bang boom, like the little kid lied. But anyhow, the um, he killed himself by uh, starting the car with the garage door open, and that's what I envision a racetrack with a roof. Just, right. <laughs> I mean, that's all I'm picturing right now. Yeah. So. I mean, I just think it's like, why? I mean, if there's any track they can do it, it's Bristol. They can pull off a lot. They put a foot, a damn football game in there when uh, Tennessee played, I think, Virginia Tech. Also, our beloved uh, East Tennessee State yeah. Buccaneers played there in about in front of about 2,000 fans. Right. But I mean, you can, you, they poured in, uh, you know, 25 tons of dirt. Um, but I mean, they could do it, but I just, I just don't understand the point of it. And maybe it's just them to try to stay in the headlines because we're not going back to Bristol for a while, but. Yeah, um, it would be a unique roof. I don't know. Hopefully it looks like a barn, though. I wouldn't want it to look like a barn roof. Like when I played Little League Baseball, I tried to make the, the bill of my hats look like a barn roof. So if they did that at Bristol, I think that would be badass. All right, there you go. Uh, another big uh, news story this week was that NASCAR is going to re- reveal the next-gen car Chevrolet, Ford, and Toyota will unveil Um, the race car bodies on may 5th we've kind of seen i guess you'd call them prototypes not really sure that um i know tyler reddick ran at darlington um with it uh this week but i think it'll be cool to finally see um which each of the uh three manufacturers do with the new uh next gen car yeah cinco de caro um (laughs) i just i don't are we were we supposed to be excited for this I'm cautiously optimistic just to see just because of what happened with the, you know, the car of the future and then they switch. I just don't know. I don't know, but I I mean, I'm also not a car guy either. So I don't know what the hell the difference is going to be, which is kind of a problem. Probably the flux capacitor is probably going to be different. So I don't, I just, to me, every, every step they get away from, like what I remember from the eighties and nineties where the, I know it wasn't the same as a car you drove 
on on the street. But to me, every step you get away from a car that looks like a car that I would drive, I don't. It just takes something away from it. So I don't know. I and I, I know they're claiming it improves it, but I'm like, nah. And, and, and again, I guess if it makes the racing better, I'll be about it. But I think that NASCAR has bigger issues than the the body of the car. Yeah, like in the roof on their track. <laughs> yeah. so but I mean, we have I mean, we have issues with, you know, fans getting into the sport. Sometimes it's, you know, it's not as competitive. And hopefully that helps with that competitiveness part. But I just think there's a lot of like we're losing sponsors and NASCAR kind of lost. Like, you know, we talked about a couple of weeks ago when, uh, you know, you go back and watch like the the documentary with Dale Waltrip and it's like, you know, 2000s and the early 2000s and, you know, NASCAR was badass and everybody was kind of looking forward to it. And you have all these sponsors and all these cars that are trying to get in. And now, you know, they, they can't even feel like the 43 card field like they used to anymore. And half the cars don't have sponsors or they're uh, scrap, you know, scratching and clawing just to get one uh, every week. I think that's where they need to focus their thing. And no, no, I don't think a company is going to look and be like, oh, they got this badass next gen car. Let's yeah. put, our, put our logo on it. And in next gen card to me, it should have dipping dots. Like you should be able to get dipping dots because yeah. it's the car, it's the car of the future. Just like uh, dipping dots, ice cream of the future for the last 50 years. And then another one uh, that came out, uh, Joey Gase is going to honor Davey Allison at Talladega this year. And I thought this was pretty cool. He usually drives the number 53 car. They got uh, special permission. He'll be driving in the 28 car, running the black and yellow with the red numbers. Uh, but the donation is going to be Register Me, which is a organ donation group. Um, Davey Allison was an organ donor, and his gift of life helped four recipients live over 46 years cumulatively. And uh, Joey Gase had mentioned in the press release, too, that um, his mom wasn't big on organ donation. And so hopefully this will gain awareness to that. But I think the car will look pretty sharp at Talladega. Yeah, it is a sharp looking car. I think that's probably uh, probably going to be your pick that week, I'm guessing. Uh, well, we can split it. I think it'll be both of ours just because it's, you know, it's going for a good cause. I mean, it's cool that's at Talladega because, yeah, that's I mean, it's. Good. Best paint job is going to have a lot of competition at Darlington. I've seen. I saw today on Race Hub that uh, Joey Logano is going to race in a car that's modeled after um, one of Mario Andretti's Indy cars. Oh, wow. It looks pretty badass. That'll be sweet. Maybe we'll have to do an extended paint scheme for the uh, throwback weekend at Darlington. Yeah. Just got to run from 1 to 40. Um, some other news that may affect the uh, broadcast, hopefully it doesn't. Uh, Jeff Gordon tested positive for COVID during the off week, so kind of solid planning on his part, and you're hopeful that uh, you're calling him a national treasure. Clint Boyer is safe. Yeah, I'm hoping uh, Clint Boyer is safe, and I'm glad they caught it because I noticed in the booth they put up that magical plexiglass that we all know doesn't work. Um, <laughs> but then they stand so their head's above the plexiglass. It's like, why is – and then I remember – Everything about the pandemic has been a well. We won't uh, get into politics. We're not, well, no, that's not politics. It's all optics. <laughs> I mean, you don't have to be a, a libertarian or a Whig to figure that one out. Um, but yeah, uh, you know, best best of luck, Jeff, and stay away from Clint. Wash your hands. Uh, don't shake hands with Clint. Don't give Clint M and M's. Just stay away from Clint. All right, Carl Edwards. Do we see him in a road race this year? I mean, he mentioned that, that he misses the racing, but he doesn't miss the schedule. So there are any chances of him coming back and racing full-time. 
And he mentioned uh, his last couple of years, he really enjoyed the road races. And he said, if he, <clears throat> if he came back, he'd love to uh, do a road race just as a one-off. So to me, I want him to win is you said not to get into politics. So I'm not going to finish that <laughs> sentence, but, uh, but it's NASCAR yeah. related. So if it's, yeah, we want, we want Carl Edwards to win yeah, and then he'll be the first active or, you know, first Senator to enter in a NASCAR race. I think that'd be pretty cool. And it's cool for him. He left racing with a lot of gas left in his tank. Uh, no pun intended. Um, so he's living life and he seems to be enjoying it. I wonder if he comes back and wins though, can he stick the landing? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, he's been away from it for quite some time now. But maybe that's all he's been doing though, since he's been gone. Yeah. Maybe he's and just... the other thing, if he waits until he wins his uh, political race, then maybe some Tory or Whig will wipe him out. You know, take him out. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> but I imagine him at home right now just like he's got the Oldsmobile in the, in the driveway and he just keeps doing flips in front of the neighbors because he can do them and they can't. <laughs> right outside the driver window. <laughs> All right, so let's get into uh, the race, uh, the Xfinity race, which will be on Friday at 7 p.m. Central time. It took me a minute to do the math. You know, you got to sub subtract one from the Eastern time. That will be Friday Coverage begins at 6 p.m. Central on FS1. Race will begin at 7. It will be pretty interesting. So that I believe this is the first race where they're doing the dash for the cat or dash for cash. And it's Justin Allgaier, Harrison Burton, Noah Gregson, and AJ Allmendinger are vying for a big $100,000 bonus payout. I mean, for a Xfinity driver, that's huge. Um, you know, they're still living... <laughs> I want to say paycheck to paycheck, but they're still scratching and claw. Maybe not AJ, I mean, since he's a crafty veteran. But I mean, that's that's big money for them. So, um, best of luck to uh, um, whoever wins, especially if it's the guy I picked. <laughs> well, we'll get into that. But I mean, so I guess it goes straight to the driver. But the driver's got to you know give some money to the crew, don't you think? Yeah, you give it to the crew, and you you know you you tip your. Um, you know, waitresses more that week, probably. Yeah. Um, yeah. You don't get, I mean, and the take them out to a nice dinner at gold. Uh, we're not going to get political again. The government's going to take 92,000 <laughs> of that 100,000. So uh, the 8,000, you know, you pass that around amongst people. Yeah. Yeah. Take them to a nice dinner, you know, take them to yeah. Golden Corral, let them feast, a good, nice feast. So or Hunt's Brother Pizza, maybe. Yeah. Hunt Bros. 8,000 8, will get you a lot of Hunt Bros. <laughs> All right, so Harrison Burton uh, is the only driver in the field. I thought this was interesting. Not so, really. Who was it? Well, I mean, it's not really interesting because oh. I sent you a note. You might not have got it because you were playing poker. But this is only the third time Xfinity has raced at Martinsville. Yeah, but I'm saying this is drivers just in general. So they could have won at the truck race well, or they could have yeah. won in cup and come back. So Yeah, so yeah, it was interesting. Yeah. I'm an idiot. You're smart yeah. Yeah, it's not just Xfinity. Yeah, this is only the third time that Xfinity has raced at Martinsville. Since uh, 95. Yeah, I did. I lost my poker tournament early, so I was able to see your note before we started recording. But I think that's pretty interesting. But it is, you know, interesting, too, that Harrison Burton is the only driver in the field that has won at Martinsville before. Well, there you Obviously, go. you don't. But and then yeah, I, <laughs> it, it, retroactively, I read the note wrong. Yeah. Um, I just found it odd, you know, because we're average fans. We say that average fan. 
something I never noticed as a diverge fan was Xfinity never raced at Martinsville. Yeah. I might've said, Hey, they're at Martinsville. Oh, there's only two races this weekend. And I never put two and two together that it was always the trucks pretty much. And I did a deep dive. Turns out logistically Martinsville can only hold two series uh, in a weekend just because of their space and their complex. And, uh, someone I, i've heard multiple people say they're cheap bastards i don't know if they're talking about nascar or um martinsville but it costs less to sanction a truck race than a um, xfinity so they always do the truck race because the attendance will they say will be about the same yeah i think I, i've always just figured all three of them would be at martinsville just because I mean, they've been racing at Martinsville since like 1949. It's one of the longest active streaks. And I just always thought of it being a three race weekend because it seems like it's always a big deal. Yeah, this is, this is something I never realized until this year when uh, I helped put on the best podcast uh, NASCAR has to offer. Yeah, the things you learn when you actually pay attention. Yeah. So Harrison Burton, as we've mentioned, the only driver that has a victory um, in Martinsville in the Xfinity race, he'll be starting on the front row with Justin Allgaier. And both of those guys finished one, two uh, last year. So it'd be pretty interesting to see those two guys go at it from the get-go. Well, that, and they're both fighting for that. They're dashing for the cash. So they're mixing yeah. it up there. And uh, since they haven't raced there much and they haven't practiced, like last year's race is the only time a lot of these people have driven on the track. So I think those two have an edge over everyone. I mean, those two and, and the others that raced last year. Um, have an edge over some of the newbies so this will the the race on friday night or tonight is called the cookout 250 as in the fast food restaurant cookout and you and i get along on a lot of things but i think we're going to disagree pretty heartily on this one and you think it's meh i love cookout because i can go and i'm hammered and get so much more food for so cheap like their combos are just unreal you get like a freaking quesadilla and a cheeseburger and a large drink and like a hot dog for like four bucks well like i'm gonna disclaimer on this one no one told me i had to be sober when or uh had to be plowed when i went there i went there sober and i felt like i was eating at a uh, a concession stand at like a, a single a ballpark one that doesn't serve ben's amish pretzels yeah, one that doesn't serve Ben's Amish pretzels. So, I, I mean, I heard people in the background chanting overrated as I was eating, and it, I just found it weird. And I just... I'm going to try it again. I'm willing to get uh, schlammer schlammed on some chocolate whiskey. Yeah. We'll have to see if Austin has one so we can go to Chicken Chip Bingo again, and then... I don't believe they do. I mean, maybe it's coming in. You know, they got in and out. We didn't. Um, yeah. So... All right, so before we get to the picks, we kind of got a little bit off track there, I think. But uh, before we get into the picks, here's the starting lineup for tonight's race. Again, that starts at 7 p.m. Central Time. On row one, it's Harrison Burton and Justin Allgaier. Row two is A.J. Allmendanger and Daniel Hemrick. Row three, Justin Haley and Austin Sendrick. Row four, Riley Herbst and Noah Gregson. And row five, Mike Snyder and Michael Annette. And row six, Jeremy Clements and Ryan Sieg. Jeff Burton, another one starting back there. And then Ty Gibbs getting a start. He will be in row eight uh, in uh, the 16th spot. God, every time he runs, he finishes first or second. So 
Shit. So, I mean, does he? Do you see him finishing in the top five? Um, I, I don't. I think this is one where there's going to be more banging and more, uh, hey, let's push the rookie around. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. All right. So who – we will get to your pick. Who is it? I'm going uh, – I'm going to take the layup. I'm going Harrison Burton since he won here last year. He's been in the mix in a lot of races, and uh, this year hasn't pulled any out. He's got thirds at Daytona and Hotlanta. Um, I think he does it. All right. That's all I'm going to say. All right. Well, I'm going to go with Noah Gregson. He's a guy that, if you listen to my quarter recap, he's got to be pretty disappointed. Um, he's been, He's been up at the front looking for that elusive win. He's kind of been a, you know, a dipshit. Uh, driving, but he says that he should get a. He's not a dipshit. They should all get off the track. But I think that he he finished third last season. I think he's going to be able to get a win. I think it will be a, not you know terribly tough, but he's going to have to work his way up pretty quickly and get some of that clean air. I think we're going to need, or I think we're going to hear clean air quite a bit on the broadcast this weekend. Well, I I'm going to tell you something. If he thought there was dipshits at that one race, um, this is this is a track where he you lap people pretty quick. So you're running into dipshits nonstop. So I don't have any confidence in him missing dipshits. Well, we'll see what happens. So Thomas is going with Harrison Burton. I'm going with uh, Noah Gregson. As we transition into Saturday night, I believe it's the first Saturday race of the year. Is that correct? None of the Daytona ones were Saturday? Correct. Nothing. Yeah. The first First Saturday race. Uh, coverage starts at 6 p.m. Central. Race will start at 6.30 Central Saturday night. It'll be 500 laps. Stage one will be first two stages are 130 laps each. And then we will finish the final stage uh, 240 laps. And the I mean, we've talked about it. We mentioned it in the quarter review. We've had seven races and seven different winners. Will we get an eighth? I think we do. I also think we do. We'll get to our picks later, but I just think this is a track. We have some short track kings, as I call them. Um, Kyle Busch has 16 short track wins. Uh, Denny Hamlin and Kurt Busch have 10. There's guys that have dominated. Uh, but I just think that the, of the guys that have won, I think the I like the – I'll take the field if we're going to take a prop bet. Yeah, I, I think uh, – I mean, there's just – I mean, I, I think it's even money on a repeat winner or not. Just you have a lot of the good ones like Hamlin, Kozlowski, um, Bush um, have played, raced well here. But then you do have people like uh, Martin Truex, and, and he's raced well here recently. And uh, so I'm going to go 50-50, you know, mm-hmm. you, you know the, the cheap-ass way out. Yeah. I'm not committing. All right, you're non-committal, uh, but I mean, like we mentioned, uh, you know, Martin Truex, he does have a winning one at Phoenix this year, but he dominated in May uh, last year, won by four point two seconds. But then Chase Elliott won the playoff race last November, and he has not won yet this year. Mentioned Joey Logano and Denny Hamlin, both of those guys. Well, Logano won last week at Bristol, but the Denny Hamlin starting from the front row, and I thought this was interesting, and I feel like I should dive into this more before I really go like hard into it but 25 percent of all martinsville winners have come from the front row and i feel like that's a really really high number that seems high because there's 40 carry the six i would have guessed 12 percent yeah 
25. Um, the, the one guy that we haven't mentioned, and he finished second at both races last year, Ryan Blaney. And that race you mentioned, uh, what's his nuts won by 4.2 seconds. Blaney was actually winning, and then in a pit stop, uh, they had a something happened with the the uh, that gun that they take the nuts off with the lug nut gun. Oh yeah. And he had to go all the way to the back of the thing and he raced all the way back through to finish second. So he's been impressive and he'd be a repeat winner. So put him in the repeats. We got a lot of solid repeat guys going for repeats. We got a lot of solid um, uh, people that need their first win this year. So it goes back to 50, 50 on that. All right. I'm going to take, you know, if you're going to give me even odds, I'll take uh, a new winner to get it. But uh, you know, we mentioned Chase Elliott won. He's going to be starting from row three, right next to Ricky Stenhouse Jr. We see a couple guys that we don't usually see uh, in the top 10 that we're seeing in the top 10 this year, or just because of the way that it's all set up with no practices, no qualifying, that uh, type of stuff. Ricky Stenhouse starting sixth after a great week at Bristol. And then another guy, Ryan Newman, starting in eighth after his uh, uh, awesome week at Bristol at the dirt track. Yeah, but our guy Michael DiBendetto stuck back in 11th. Yeah, well. And then Quinn Hoff stuck back in 15th row. Ugh. And Eric Amarola, who's got a big hole to dig out, is in the 31st row. So, sad. So, the uh, Saturday's race, you know, we mentioned Cookout 250. Blue Emu Maximum Pain Relief 500. I've only known Blue Emu just because of the pete rose and every time i'm watching mlb tv they show that commercial of him wiping cream on his hand well like i i mean do we know like are they killing emus i don't know well they should kill the one from the liberty mutual commercial because they're so oh that guy is awesome (laughs) (laughs) that's the best and and then big l my dad will come after you because he loves emus we went to uh not aggieland safari the cheaper one um in god i think it's in franklin and an emu attacked him and not all his emu food all over the bottom of the rental car and then he started pecking my dad um <laughs> but yeah if they're killing emus to make this i don't i think this is a race we should boycott no we'll, we'll see well if it's for pain relief we'll we'll deal with it we gotta do some we gotta do some emu oil because they, they call it emu oil and don't they to make whale oil they kill whales i don't know need to watch that seascaping documentary all right uh, so we mentioned um bernice woods the matriarch probably a movie about black bird about emus <laughs> getting killed by blackfish. all right so we mentioned in the uh, season or the first quarter recap about um miss uh, bernice wood the matriarch of the wood brothers family racing uh passing away so that Matt DiBenedetto mentioned he would have loved to see Bernice win, uh, see the 100th win in Wood Brothers racing history. They're going to put uh, a decal of her um, in loving memory on the car. I might be a little optimistic about the Wood Brothers getting their 100th. This seems like the perfect time. And then this would be turned into a documentary that we'll see next year during a rain delay or uh you know, canceled race. Wow. So what are you going at 7.2? I'm, I was thinking like 7.7. 7. 
Holy crap. I was, I'm hopeful. I'm very hopeful. I'm not very optimistic. Apparently, uh, uh, crew chief uh, Greg Irwin was hanging out with uh, Jeff Gordon because yeah. he's uh, got COVID protocol. So they're going to have a different crew chief. I don't know. Um, the power of Bernice, man. I'm hoping for the power of Bernice, but well, and you know what? Earlier in the year, Michael DiBendetto was he was bitching and moaning about his car setup and how they were awful at pits and stuff. Maybe the crew chief, maybe they bring in the magic man. Maybe this was all part of Bernice's plan. And okay, I'm going 7.8. <laughs> all right. So you're with me. I'm with you. I got talked into it. Peer pressure. So, all right. So how about we do your long shot first before we get into the real pick? You give your long shot, I'll give mine. It's so weird. I looked at it and it's hard to find an F and long shot in this race because people either do good, like the people that are like the top 10 in the standings either do good here or the people who aren't in the top 10 do shitty here. So it was hard to pick a, a long shot. I'm going Alex Bowman. Um, he's got three top 10s in his six races there. I would have picked AJ Allmendinger because his last seven cup races, he's done pretty good. For some reason, he ain't uh, somehow the 77 car decided, hey, let's get Justin Haley in the car <laughs> instead of his uh, colleague, uh, teammate, AJ Allmendinger, who's raced well here. Yeah. So, whoever owns a 77 car, I got to look that up. Um, bad decision, man. You could have had a better driver in your car. All right. Well, my long shot, we just talked about him, Matt DiBendetto. I just think now's the time to get it. If you're ever going to get your hundredth win, it's got to be this week. So he's going to be my long shot. Right. I mean, you're building like you're building a lot of pressure on the man. <laughs> but yeah, I think they know. <laughs> but he, he'll be he'll be starting in twenty second. But I also like the guy that he's paired with in row eleven. And that's Kurt Busch, who um, had a couple strong runs. He got racked by Denny Hamlin at Atlanta. He's had some success here. I mean, I'm going to go with Matt. De Benedetto just because of the power of Bernice, but I think Kurt Bush would be my close second. Um, he's going to have a tough task though. Again, starting 21st. So does Matt at 22nd. Um, but I think uh, hopefully they got a chance to do something. All right. You're a winner. Well, I have to go first cause I'm going to rip your winner. And All so right. Well, I'll go, I'll go first then. I'm going to go yeah. Denny. I'm going to go Denny Hamlin. Wow. Weird pick. Go on. Explain. Yeah. Starting second, yeah, he's still looking for a win. He's been the best racer, best consistent racer throughout the entire season. Um, he has the best average finish among all racers. It's 9.9, .9, although you're going to trash that stat. But I'm going to go with Denny Hamlin in his PJs. Oh, and uh, Spire Motorsports owns a 77 car. Looked that up on Google. Okay, well, Johnny Spire, I mean, come on. You could have got... AJ Allmendinger and he's raised well there. It's like you don't jump on and do research. Anyhow, um, I'm going Brad Kozlowski. I mean, Hamlin looks like the pick when you look at his career average is the best. He's 9.9 uh, in 30 races, but a lot of that stuff came in the tw early tw uh, 2000s. Um, last 10 races there, who do you think the best driver is? I mean, I feel like it's, I mean, you're going with the low hanging fruit in the Xfinity. So I feel like you're going it's low Brad, It's Brad, Brad Keselowski. And, uh, and your guy Hamlin ranks seventh in the last 10 races at 13.3. Last 10, listen to these stats. Last 10 races at Martinsville, 
Kozlowski average finished 3.8. Two wins, nine top fives, nine, <laughs> ten top tens. Brad Kozlowski shooing. I mean, I can't even believe I like. Well, I'm just man, someone takes him out just so I can say up yours and on Monday. If I was a betting man, I would bet. I would bet a case of blue emu um, <laughs> on that. And some cookout. And some cookout. And uh, so that's what we got there. All right. So Thomas is going to go with Brad Keselowski and Alex Bowman. Uh, I'm going to go with Denny Hamlin and Matt DiBendetto as a long shot with the side of Kurt Busch. Now for our favorite and final segment, our favorite paint schemes of the week. Let's do uh, one by one. Okay. So you go. I'm gonna. It. I'm gonna start with my Xfinity. I got Kyle Weatherman, number forty-seven. This is his, his second or third time showing up on my list. He's the guy that had the badass police car back in uh, Las Vegas, Phoenix. Uh, this time he's coming back. He's got a dog on the side of his car. You put a dog on the side of your car, you're gonna get me my thingy. Um, he, he's with the uh, shitcock. Um, he's with loft defense systems, but also the reason the dog's on the car, he's promoting Brady's canine fund.com donate towards outfitting canines with protective ballistics. So that's kinds of like drugs and guns and stuff. They, uh, supply dogs with a uh, ballistic. So when some crazy ass people shoot at dogs, it'll save their lives. So, all right. That's I think Kyle that's Weatherman, and it's a badass car. Yeah, it's got a freaking dog on it. Yeah, and we're all about that, protecting dogs. Yeah, Mine in the Xfinity series is going to be uh, Joe Graff Jr. in the 07 car. I don't know if you saw this. It's the bucked-up energy Chevrolet, but it's Aurelius Graff is what it's called, responsible gold, and it's just got a bunch of gold coming from the sides. Oh, I haven't seen the hood of it, so I don't know where the bucked up energy comes from. But that's yeah. What by, by the way, people that are showing us what your car looks like, the hood and the roof are like a third of the effing car. Yeah, and all like, you see is the sides. Yeah, I mean, you're, you're cool. showing us. Actually, if you count the back, it's probably a not one third. It'd be a fifth and, if you do the two sides, the roof, the hood, and the back. You're showing us like three sixteenths of the car. All right. When you just you show the side, from. I don't know where you got sixteenth from. Well, and if the side's the same on both ends, six sixteenths. Well, the backs, you know. Well, six sixteenths would be three eighths. We're confused. We're losing everybody. But uh, the oh seven the oh seven car of Joe Graff Jr. is pretty badass in the Xfinity race. Looking forward to seeing that one. Joe Graff Jr. also a multiple guy on the list. Yeah. Some people just know what we like. Okay, I'm going my first of two cup series, Kyle Bush. A lot of times he's got uh, you know the the candy related. This time he's got a big ass peanut butter brownie Snickers on it. I saw it. I just wanted to gnaw on the door and I know that's not really a door. It's just fabricated metal, but yeah, it looks pretty badass. All right. My first one, I'm going all in with the Wood Brothers this week. This is the time to do it. <laughs> All right, Pete Bernese. This is a normal 21 Motocraft Quick Lane Ford, but it's going to have the uh, Bernese homage, pay, paying homage to the uh, the matriarch of the Wood Brothers family. So that gets a spot. 
Also, it also helps that there's not a lot of good paint schemes this week. Yeah, not that we've seen. You probably have David Starr coming out last second. Just <laughs> know he's run the Whataburger. The yeah. guy posted like 10 minutes before the race starts. <laughs> you cannot be in contention unless you let us know by Thursday. Yeah. Like what you're racing. I can't magical wizard what car you're going to race that week. Um, so, yeah. My final one, Ryan Priest. I want to say you had Louisiana hot sauce truck last week, didn't you? Yeah. Or last yeah, Bristol. Well, I'm coming back. I got, I got Louisiana hot sauce uh, this time. Make the cup with Ryan Priest. It's got, I mean, it looks badass with the flames on the side. It's not like cartoon flames. It looks like real flames. Like you touch it, you get burned. So that's what I'm going with. All right. And my last one. Uh, it's going to be Eric Amarola in the Smithfield Anytime Favorites Ford. I don't know if you can hear that, but it is like hailing outside right now. Oh, shit. That means a tornado's coming. Yeah. So it's the, uh, it's got some meat on it. It's pretty badass. <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to wrap up. Uh, because oh, my gosh. <laughs> you find the tornado shelter. God. All right. Well, I'm going to get away from this window. Thanks for listening, everybody. You can follow us on uh, Instagram and Twitter. I'm going to go head to the bathroom and get the fuck out of this storm. We'll see ya. All righty. It's terrible. I grew up in Texas where football was my game Until that racing fever started burning in my brain Started running many stops I was 13 and won a short track championship when I was just 16. I met a man named Harry Hyde and he built a car for me. Sponsored by Granddaddy Hill and Strillin Company. We ran in five Grand Nationals when I was 17. My Talladega finish was the start of my big dream. Thank you for the ride. given me the brakes I must admit she smiled a bit but it's me that runs the race now you can't be a champion due to luck or circumstance I'll do the best I can for those who've given me the chance thank you for the ride Harry High and now I've got some others 